Thank you for downloading this podcast from Abrupt Audio. You can find more episodes of this and many other podcasts at abruptaudio.com. Subscribe today to get the next episode automatically. Hello, Martin. Hello, Ben. And uh, today we are talking about Blackberry and possibly a new chapter in the book for them. It's not a goodbye. It's a... I don't know what it is. I think we'll just explain in the podcast. I think it'll be much easier. Let's just hit the intro. You're listening to the Pixel Podcast. So I think it did a pretty poor job of really explaining what the episode is all about. But I think listening to it in the full will kind of give the full understanding of what BlackBerry is doing at the moment. A lot of you are probably thinking, I haven't heard of BlackBerry for a while. I haven't really been buying BlackBerry products. You know, it's not unusual for you to really have forgotten about um, BlackBerry as a whole. I mean, they have not been having the presence that they used to have a very long time ago. So let's, before we sort of, sort of reminisce, we do a little bit of reminiscing, a little bit of talking about our memories of BlackBerry, maybe where we think BlackBerry started to go wrong and maybe why their sales isn't as good as it used to be, but let's just get the facts out there. So basically, um, some statements came out um, early Wednesday morning um, from BlackBerry CEO John Chen um, saying that a part of a routine quarterly earnings report that the company was out of the smartphone game. A quote here says, the company plans to end all internal hardware development and will outsource the functions to partners, said Chen in a prepared statement. And with that, the company responsible for some of the most iconic phones for the last 15 years has bowed out. Now, of course, there has to be very good reason why this happened, and there is incredibly good reason. Um, Software has been extremely profitable for the company at the tune of $29 million just last quarter. They've been trying to focus on the software. They've been trying to make secure business, you know, company software that is actually doing extremely well, as you can see from the profit figures. However, their hardware side of things lost 8 million in the same three-month period. So it really doesn't take an applied mathematician with a degree to understand the move. So, Martin, you know, equally, are you surprised with, uh, you know, the, the, the mobile side of things doing as poorly as they are and also BlackBerry's decision um, to, you know, then they're not going to develop anything themselves. If there is anything you can have the BlackBerry name on it, it's going to be something made by basically a completely different company. Well, the answer is quite simply, no, I'm not surprised it's going under. It's all going belly up because I remember they released one phone. And it was going to be like there big comeback, you know, yeah, big flagship. Definitely. I can't remember the name of it. And that's poor. You can't remember like... It was basically running Android, one. but they, they said that they made it more secure and that it was going to be awesome. And, it, you know, it had the benefits of Android because they kind of given up on trying to cram the Symbian operating system down people's throat um, and, and try to cram down, you know, the, the proprietary things and try to make it a little bit more of a general phone. But still... It just didn't compete. It just didn't have the massive appeal. I mean, the biggest reason for buying it was the fact that it had, you know, the classic BlackBerry pull-down keyboard. Yes. But for most people these days, they've got used to touchscreens and keyboards on touchscreens, and actually a lot of people prefer it now and find it quite Absolutely. easy to type on. So it wasn't even a big, that big of a deal. And I think whatever BlackBerry do, really, they or they could have done with the phones now, I think it's too far down the line for them to really get this in because most people have written them off in their minds. Whatever they do, unless they do, you know, spend a lot of money on advertising and do have something genuinely exciting, I think it would take, you know, it, it would almost be incredibly difficult for them to, to ever, you know, sell well in the phone market. Let's quickly dabble into the phone market. You know, mm. people like Apple... 
Um, I'm not going to try and pinpoint it too much because I know we want to talk about it. But like mm. they released um, a particular phone that I want to talk about I mean, later let's, on. Let's go down. I mean, let's go down the road. Okay. Let's go down. I mean, we, we started anyway. So okay, iPhone four came out. That is where I pinpoint it. The iPhone really? four destroyed. Uh, BlackBerry. The iPhone 4 is an extremely popular phone. I mean, I remember the time it came out, everyone had one. I think generally the themes, you know, it, we can't say definitely just one phone, I think. I think it started slowly, um, you know, from the early days when the iPhone came out. I mean, you know, the iPhone came out with, uh, you know, a, a touchscreen, fully touchscreen device, one of the few early ones of its kind. I know some people out there will go, oh, yeah, well, the X and X phone had, you know, a touchscreen before that or whatever. But it was the first, you know, phone that was particularly noticeable for the fact that it had a full touch screen and did different from what all the phones generally did at the time the most popular phones the nokias the blackberries all of those yes. other phones at the time so it was definitely setting uh, i think a path a trend which then you know became uh you know the the introduction of androids and all their phones from google and you know the iphones and i think that's continued started to go down a path and i think almost from i would say from that moment it started to go that way that you know the wind started to change and uh, you know everything was going in a different direction and not preferably in blackberry's favor absolutely and you know i think the blackberry started to less and less uh, i think at the time it was still blackberry was still almost preferred by business people a little bit mainly because the iphone still had a lot of problems the android phones had a lot of issues and you know they were they were a bit too consumer there was less business aspects in them they were more a bit of a gimmick a bit of a toy in the early days Very true. um and, uh, you know, the, the business people didn't take them seriously. Oh, well, it's not a BlackBerry. A BlackBerry's a business phone. But I think the time started to change. And, you know, these phones became more adult. They became, you know, they looked the business. They, you know, they had very nice materials and very nice cameras and, you know, and, and, and matured very, very quickly, very, very well, um, very feature rich. And I think the BlackBerry then didn't change an awful lot and also became less appealing, I think, over time. Um, you know, they you could tell that they were always play, trying to play catch up and trying to just trying to just keep on to something that, you know, made them um, such a reliable and, you know, such a brand name, you know, that, that uh, people used to, you know, become loyal to. But also, let's face it, when BlackBerry was sort of, you know, an absolute juggernaut, you know, they had phones like the LG Chocolate coming out um, against them. And like we mm. said, it was quite a child's phone it's like sort of yeah. my first or second phone when blackberry yeah. like you said it was very sleek very business if you had yeah. a blackberry you were important it felt like yeah and i feel yeah, like it, it that was prestige the, it's the is business gone. phone yeah do i am gonna wonder though um unless things have changed i mean obviously i don't keep up with all um uh, american uh news all the time but uh, i know for uh, um through most of um Obama's administration, um, he still used a BlackBerry because uh, um, he's not allowed a phone with a voice recorder on it or anything else like that. He's, he has to have a very stripped back phone um, for security reasons, you know, so that if it got tapped into, you know, they couldn't do anything like that. Uh, there's no there's no risk of anything being on the phone that could be tapped into. Um, so I don't know whether or not um, one of the other manufacturers now, like Apple or Google with Android or anyone is going to make a special version just for the White House. I don't know. I don't know if maybe something like that's already going on and happened and I just passed me completely by. Could easily have done so. But I am going to wonder uh, what's soon going to become the, the official phone of the president of the, the White House. States. Yeah. Yeah. The White <laughs> House as well, I guess, because I'm sure it's the same for a lot of the, especially the higher up members of the White House. 
Um, so yeah, so that's going to be a little bit interesting. But uh, I mean, back to back to the importance. I think I think that it's just something we were anticipating. I know a lot of people, a lot, do you know, what? a lot of kids probably these days um, would probably be BlackBerry what or BlackBerry who. I don't Absolutely, really know who BlackBerry yeah. are. That's definitely true. They've been, they've not been around prominently enough. Uh, in recent years and you know technology changes so fast the industry is constantly ever growing and ever changing i think for there'll be a lot of people out there in the younger generation that probably don't actually know what blackberry is i think that's a big issue as well and i think that maybe contributed quite a bit because they were relying on what people used to know blackberry for and you know used to believe in blackberry for you know in their security and you know the professionalism you know the, the business design and the, it was it was a business phone and and, and it was a reliable phone and it was um in a lot of other things i mean and to, martin I, I really actually never really owned one my dad owned one that was the closest i came to operating one so i never really owned one you owned one i mean do you I want to say some two. bits from your personal experience for okay for what your life was being a blackberry owner it was it was dark times but really um okay i'll, I'll be serious about it, actually mm. i hated the blackberry and i know already i can hear like the hate coming left and right here but i actually hated blackberry um okay it was really impractical i have really chubby fingers you know mm-hmm. especially my thumb keyboard's quite small and the keyboard's really small if it mm-hmm. rained uh the scroll you know you could scroll through yeah that, yeah that, the like, little scroll touchy pad thing that yeah had. that didn't work in in the wet and i thought oh okay then i use my phone um the only actually actually there is there was one big thing that i could take take from it and that was a blackberry messenger that that EBM, was good yeah. I will yeah. admit. At the time, I mean, that was revolutionary at the time. I mean, the the fact that uh, it was a big selling point as well, the fact that you could message mm. between other BlackBerry users um, over the internet, you know, this was before iMessage was a thing and WhatsApp was a thing. When it first came out, it was, there was a thing reason. It was a really good, you know, reason to own a BlackBerry was for BBM alone. Um, and also it was, incre- it was at the time, you know, boasting incredible... Uh, incredible security through BBM and everything was encrypted and you know that's that's kind of where they got a bit of their legacy from and then uh, you know BBM has other competition came out iMessage WhatsApp you know Kick whatever these messages uh, apps that uh, yeah that, that you know keep popping up every day um, you know as they started coming along um, you know BBM opened the doors to everyone so people could download the BBM app on their iPhones and Android phones and then also get involved in it um, but uh, yeah I remember BBM being a big thing absolutely and I'm going to finish uh, my go off here by sure. asking a silly question, but like, and this is how bad it's got with me with BlackBerry, with Apple. You know that you have like the Mac's compatible with your phone. You know, if you put something in your diary, it'll go into your Mac. Sure, it's I your think, iCloud. Yeah. Did um, BlackBerry have anything like this that could interlink with or integrate with other things? Not directly, I thought. I think BlackBerry may have had, you know, ways through their software that apps you could have on, on your computer and programs and what have you that you could probably hook it up through a cable and sync it through if you wanted to. Um, I guess, it, it you know, the, the more recent ones, especially ones running Android or whatever, uh, or even some of the ones running their own operating system, but they, some of them uh, would probably link in with your online services so that um, if you had a Google account, so your, your, your calendars would sync through, you know, your Google calendars, yeah. your Google Mail, all those things would probably sync through i mean they never they never i think this is a unique thing to apple is that they never you know they didn't take the whole design philosophy that you know the whole ecosystem thing so they want you to buy you know a range of different products with your link in i mean BlackBerry tried to bring out a range of different products. They tried to bring out a tablet as well but it also didn't do very very well I, i remember the tablet now that you say it 
yeah, I mean, they tried to bring out a few other little things, but they weren't very successful. Um, and, you know, you could see that, that they were just trying out different things and trying to see if they could find something that would be very successful for them. But I just think they couldn't find it. I think it was just too late for them at that point. I mean, you know, the tablet market is incredibly crowded. Even then, when they were trying, it was starting to get incredibly crowded, you know, especially, you know, the iPads were seen as the flagship and everyone wanted one of those. And then Android did start bringing it up. Um, the Android ecosystem started supporting a load of other different tablets. And then you had BlackBerry with their own one on kind of isolated in its own operating system at the time. I don't think, I don't think originally it was running... Um, no, it wasn't running Android. I think they did some Android ones later on. But, you know, I think that is a part of it as well. I mean, if a load of people stop buying, you know, BlackBerry, then it starts being isolated as a platform. Whereas these days, if you buy an iPhone, Android phone, there is bound to be lots of people also that are using that platform. So it started to isolate off slowly. And that was the downward spiral, I think, which has got us to where we are today. But I think, you know, we're almost saying like it's a bit of doom and gloom. And I'd like to end... This episode is with a bit of positive. Go and on. I think, you know, BlackBerry are refocusing. Their, their software side's made them a hell of a lot of money. $28 million is a good amount of money, really good amount of money. And they're obviously doing something like that. And it's something that actually was one of the key reasons why their phone was successful originally was the, a lot of the software, you know. It was, you know, it was very well designed and BBM and all this sort of stuff. And their network platforms especially were known to be some of the best, uh, you know, at the time. So I think, you know, this refocusing is uh, definitely it seemed to be working for them and I hope they keep it up. And uh, it's nice to see a company at least uh, be able to continue doing something. And you will still be able to see BlackBerry phones out there, just manufactured by a different company who will take their own risks with it. And I just, you know, using the BlackBerry name because it's still a bit easier for a company to use the BlackBerry name than it possibly is to use their own name if they're a smallish company, um, from, possibly from China or whoever that, you know, maybe has got a big selling right. power in the Western world. A computer lets you make more mistakes faster than any invention in human history, with the possible exceptions of handguns and tequila. With that, I think it's a perfect place to end this episode. So, as we said, it's not a it's not a goodbye from Latbury. It's a, a new path, a new start, and uh, it's looking promising. And, uh, I mean, we wish them all the luck with it. Hopefully, something good will come out of it. This podcast is produced and owned by, of course, the wonderful Abrupt Audio. You can check out more of their podcasts. And, of course, further details on this episode of the podcast on the website, which is abruptaudio.com. And check us all out there. Don't forget to listen to, I don't know, on the left side or something like that. We say on the left side as well. Mixed Martial Arts, that's also a very good one. And there's loads of great ones on there. Just go and check it out. Also, we really want to start pushing people, um, leaving a little review on our iTunes page. It really helps push us through the rankings. So if you can leave us a, a review, a, a written review, and of course, a star rating as well. If you are enjoying the podcast and can give us five stars, we really appreciate that. That really helps promote the podcast and helps push our content to new listeners. So you'll be doing us a massive favor. So if you could do that, we'd love that. And while you're at it, don't forget to hit that subscribe button if you haven't already, so that you can get all the latest podcasts pushed straight to your device all the way through the cloud. Of course, not forgetting the love to the Android users. You can check us out on the Stitcher app. And if you are a Spotify user and have the Spotify mobile app, we are available there for you to follow as well. And with that, I'd like to thank you guys for listening. We've appreciated having your company with us for the whatever few minutes this podcast is going to end up being. But thank you, Martin. Thank you very much, Ben. And we will see you on the next one. Peace out. See ya. You've been listening to the Pixel Podcast. Thank you and good night. Or as they say in gamer speak, G-G-N-O-R-E.